This is the Mason Holdings Radio Hour, and I am Tracy Weller. October 6th, 1925. Luis is home, and I know I have been given a miracle. He whistled outside my window, and my heart flew up into the sky. He asked me to see him tomorrow. Dear God, will he marry me? God, please help me so that I will not be a disgrace. Or please take away my life. But please let him marry me so I can live and be happy. October 7th, 1925. If I am a bride, I will have to wear mother's old wedding dress from the box under the bed. It is not as white as when mother wore it, and I fear that is a good thing. That is what I thought of when Louise came to call today, when I first saw him at the door. I remembered behind the bougainvillea and his hands and the two buttons that popped off my dress, searching in the dirt to find them, and the needle and thread I left in the chicken coop and still must find. I remembered his big hands with tobacco-stained nails on my skin and then squeezing me, and I am terrified my face flushed and mother saw through me to everything I had done. She asked me if I had charcoaled my eyes, and I lied and said no. She just stared and burned through me to all the lies. Florinda and the cousins pretended to be listening to the radio, but they were grinning, thinking their thoughts, and I wanted to wipe their faces right off their heads. And Florinda said, Oh, Louise, we are going to the club too, so we will see you there. Mother knew Louise was in a hurry to have me alone because she pulled out a chair, sat him down, and brought him the cafecito she had heated to a boil on the stove. He drank it down so fast he must have scalded his throat. But Mother still kept him there by asking after his grandmother, who has had the cough they think is the very bad one. Louise sat there sweating and smiling until finally Mother paused for a breath and then he quickly wished her a good evening and led me to the door. Celia had arranged shells in the dirt outside and studied them as if she were reading our fortune or maybe designing our fate. I am glad I hid her marbles so she can't make any more of her spells. Luis nodded at her and said he was taking me to Duval Street for dancing at La Casa Cubana. As soon as we were alone, we could find nothing to say, and our walk to the club seemed very, very long. Louise smelled of tobacco more than even father, and he was sweating, but I was glad to have him walking me out at night again. Before we got to La Casa Cubana, 
He turned me down the little path behind the Café Conk. He leaned in close to me to smell the pink swamp rose I had pinned behind my ear. But then I was against the wall and he was kissing me in that way. Then I thought I was really almost fainting. But I was not really fainting. And my bones felt soft. And his hands this time went even more than before when we were behind the bougainvillea. I should have stopped them. But it seemed impossible because my bones had softened into his hands. Then something happened. I don't know what it was. But I also think I might know what it was. But I don't have the words exactly. Luis took my hand and put it on a place on him and he felt like a knot of rope. He just put my hands where he wanted them. And for some reason I was thinking of all the fishermen tying their boats to the splintered pilings. Maybe my mind led me to the water so that Luis could have what he wanted, what men need to survive. The rocking boats, the dead fish, for dinner or money, and then sunset, and then back out again, and to shore again, tying up their boats again, every day, every single day. The rocking, the stink, sounds of the lanyards and heavy ropes and pelicans and creaking docks moving and swaying. All of that never stops, does it? It can never stop unless the whole world dies. Those thoughts were waving through me when we heard Mr. Diaz slam the screen door to the cafe. And someone said, Hijo de puto. And more bad words I cannot say were spilling out with all the men who filled the street. Then someone threw a bottle, and we heard Miss Vida screaming. The fighting stirred so much dust that I think no one saw us when we slipped out to cross Duval Street back to the club. The cousins in Florinda, who was gossiping with Prudencia, had made it to Casa Cubana before us, but only the cousins were dancing. Florinda asked me what had taken us so long. And where was my rose and looked at me with those tight little eyes of hers? I told her we stopped to see Luisa's grandmother and must have lost the rose in the wind. But there was not even a breeze tonight. Prudencia pinched her mouth and whispered to Florinda, They are both termites. Yes, I must love Florinda because she is my sister, but I refuse to love Prudencia, who spits her words out of the side of her mouth like poison seeds. She is spotless, maybe, but she will die an old maid. God forgive me, but that is a joke. Luis wanted to dance, 
But the whole time he just watched Magdalena in her flapper dress with the gardenia pinned to her chest. And when Magdalena danced with Eduardo, he stared at Camila, whose skin is almost white and will be married with the biggest ring before us all. At midnight, Magdalena left with Eduardo, and Luis suddenly dropped my hand and stopped dancing. He walked me home, and I could not think of anything to say. But somehow it felt like something terrible had happened, and there were no more stars. Perhaps I have made a mistake with Luis, but I cannot say. If I have done something wrong, please God forgive me. I know I must have done something wrong. I did what he wanted, and maybe now I am ruined, just as Juliet warned. After we were together behind the cafe, something changed, perhaps. And now there is a rock on my heart. Luis did not look at me when we danced, but was thinking of Magdalena or Camilla instead. And not only this, but Florinda and Prudencia saw that my rose had been lost. But they know it was not blown away in the innocent breeze. When I left home, I thought I was beautiful, but now I see that I am not. Of course, Luis will not care for me anymore. That is how it is. Is that really how it is? That could not be true. Absolutely, I am certain that could not be true. But what if it is? Good night, my dear diary and dearest confidant. I am so troubled now. But you are so kind to listen, and I thank you for holding all my secrets and wishes and sadness. I pledge now to you, dearest diary, to live in the image of St. Cecilia. Tomorrow, I will try to be better in every way. Perhaps Luis will forgive me for whatever I have done. <laughs>